Costa wants to do a horizontal episode where we take the podcast gear and episode uh, record from the bed. I think we'll both be sleeping. I won't be sleeping. No, we'll be. We're um, intellectually stimulating ourselves by talking and having a conversation, but we'll just be very comfortable. I'm super full. In stand up, though, you're supposed to have a cold room. And the seats are supposed to be uncomfortable, so people like the fucking pay attention. Yeah, but that's for the listener. So we should so lay down. You, what you're saying that you need is for everyone to be in very uncomfortable cars. Well, let's try this. Turn the lights off. Let's do this in the dark. No, I'm not doing it in the dark. I don't want to podcast in the dark. I'm, my eyes are closed. I just I'm need done. To stretch out my stomach. You ever eat so much food that parts of your organs don't work? Like my eyesight doesn't work right now. I'm I think so we full. We need to lay down, babe. Come on, no, we can do this. It's not going to happen. We can do this. If we I'm lay down, it with us. no, no, no. Listen, come we on. can't. If yes, we lay we can. down, no, let's just try it. The people if it doesn't work for ten minutes, then we can give up. The people listening can't lay down. All right, fine. Whoever's listening, you have to come lay down with us. <laughs> so we're at um, Normandy in Los there Angeles. That's the fake address I provided. All right, we're 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 carrying the podcast gear onto the bed. And I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, all of our listeners, they can feel free to listen. like, have, oh, on the bed. Really? On the bed. I was thinking on the couch. What the fuck? Come on. Do people, what if people think this is a real thing we're doing? What this do is mean? just a bit we're doing. We're not actually moving right now. <laughs> now I have to turn the air conditioner off. Yeah. There we go. Okay, the air conditioner's off. Oh, this off. is going to be so oh, we're, okay, comfy. We're, oh, see, I have the short cord, though. I didn't, I didn't prepare the long cords. Um, you, you did it all wrong. Hold on a second. <laughs> Um, okay, flip this around. This is riveting podcast entertainment, everybody. Well, you're the one who pressed start before want... we were truly ready to go. All right, we're started. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. It is your host, Dave Neal, with your other host, Tasha Courtney. Say hello. hello. Uh, I'm out of breath just from talking out loud because we wow. just <laughs> ate a shit ton of food. And by the way, I wanted to say, I just... T- you know, the worst part about a fun weekend is taking the trash out on monday and seeing all the shit you did to your body we had in the same container we had a thing of california donuts and an empty deep dish detroit style little caesar's pizza yeah i thought that deep dish was chicago style not detroit style i'm sure little caesar's couldn't afford the chicago style like branding so they just went with detroit they're like yeah there's a fucking flint michigan crust little caesar's start in detroit I could Google it, but I don't really care. <laughs> well, so I'm sure someone I'm assuming, has the info I'm out there. I'm assuming Little Caesars started in Detroit. I'm assuming that's how did the midget cut the what? paper with Little Caesars? It's a Mexican joke. Okay, I've totally fucked it up. Just don't question things and I'm go with them more. <laughs> Because when you question things, I look like an idiot, and then everyone loses faith in their boy. I think you did that, babe, all by yourself. How does the joke go? How does that? Oh, that's how it goes. Okay, it's not a midget; it's a Mexican. How did the Mexican guy cut? Oh, that's it. How does the Mexican guy slice his pizza with Little Caesars? That's so. I should delete the first part where I fucked it up. That's it. I can't tell a joke. I I've never been the type of person who can tell like a stock joke. You did today. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Which you one? did the Santos joke. Oh, uh, but that's yeah. But still, I can't do. I'm not good at stock jokes, stock material. Anyway, so we had a weekend of eating and debauchery, and then we followed up with a Monday night uh, binge fest at a Mexican restaurant. With um, which the funny part is that you got carded 
because you ordered a um, blended margarita. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was because I ordered a blended margarita. I think it was just because I changed my mind a couple times. And you looked giddy. You looked like a 14-year-old ordering. I was excited. Have you ever ordered liquor with your family before when you were underage? No, absolutely not. Uh, with a friend's family or with with other girls, like underage no, girls? No, I never... Uh, well, uh, yeah, I ordered drinks underage whenever with my family or anybody's family that I knew. My parents would have lost their minds. Really? Yeah. But would your mom, like now, would, would your mom let your younger siblings drink underage? No. Would she let you, like, taste her margarita while she's out at a Mexican restaurant or at sushi Which or whatever? Which one of her margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would let somebody taste her drink, but no. She does not condone underage drinking. She, You, n- you never had underage drinking at your house? No way. We did. Um, we we would not, not, I don't think with my mom around. But you know, we had we had a buddy. My buddy. But did she know? That's the important part. I think she was just worried about us not getting into trouble with the law or a drunk. Was driving. she one of those moms who was like, "If you're gonna do it, do it here"? No. See, I liked those, but my mom was didn't communicate that far. She just assumed we weren't doing it, and if we were, she she didn't turn a blind eye. But I was never dumb enough. Once, one time. Well, sneaking around is not the same. That's totally different. One than time I got too drunk when I was underage and I passed out in the backyard. And I think <laughs> the dog like licked me in the morning. It was bad. Did she and find out? They obviously knew because they could see me through the kitchen, through the picture window. <laughs> and they could just see me just like laying in the back. Because, you know, like, you know, East and Coast. they didn't like go out and check on you. They just assumed like you I were I had to wasted. go to work that day. So what I did. They weren't. I feel like if my parents saw me through the kitchen window face first in the backyard, they would think I was dead. I, they knew I wasn't dead. I think my sister was probably kicking me or something. She was trying to drag me up. Either way, I had already. So pre- it was like early morning. You just got home. No, the previous night I had gone out drinking and I had a fake ID and. Uh, my buddy was giving us rumple mints, which was What's like that? really strong peppermint schnapps. But it might have been cinnamon. It might have been like the precursor to Fireball, to be honest. Sounds like I think rumple stilt skin. Yeah, that's what it was. It was rumple mints. Um, what? Let me. Can I search rumple mints just to see what's in it? Because so my buddy, we, we were like, you know, when you're underage, you got to drink. You got to drink the hard shit before you get into the bar because sometimes you can't get in. So we were drinking in like a parking lot. Do you remember Goldschlager? I've I've also gotten very wasted on that too. Is that peppermint? Goldschlager has bits of gold in it. Yeah, I know, but, but what's the flavor? I think it's Fireball. I think it's cinnamon. Cinnamon. I'm searching Rumplemints. Maybe maybe Rumplemints isn't a term. Anyway, yeah, a lot of a lot of fancy liquors when I was underage. I don't think I've it's ever. What, it's, because what you were drinking is like what you could steal out of your parents' liquor cabinet. But it was like also. Like something that was like hidden in the back or at the bottom that they wouldn't notice. It was always something like a friend would tell you about. If like my friend had peppermint schnapps, then I would get peppermint schnapps. Like we had Dr. McGillicuddy's, which would go great with like Sprite or something. You would just put it in like a 20-ounce bottle of Sprite and then you would go to like whatever event you were going to. But I feel like for prom, they were threatening to, like, expel anybody who, like, brought anything. 
and your boy over here just snuck in the little nips into my like all my different jacket pockets. But the saddest part... You were willing to risk expulsion just to be a little drunk at your prom? Yeah, because I knew I was walking on water. They loved me. I, they loved me. I knew it wasn't going to happen. So they threatened they were going to pat people down. And it was like, you're violating our rights. You know, you, when you learn about your rights and... You're like, ah, oh, these are, you know, like every house party we had as teenagers, the cops would like barge in and you'd be like, you need a warrant. And they'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they were probably right. But in the end, like, you know, no, you, you do don't need have a right. warrant. You don't really have rights, though, when your parents aren't around. You don't own the home. Your parents do. Well, so technically, a- you would be the senior most of the representative of the homeowner. If you don't open the door to the cops, they can't come in. You just have to not open the door. I remember this girl, Nikki, threw a party. And there's like nine of us, like sardines, all went into one room when the cops came. And we all just pretended to be asleep. And the cop, (laughs) I'll never forget, opens the door. He's like, all right, guys, you got to go. Let's come on, move it. No one one flinched. We're all just sitting there like, don't blow it. And he's like, come on, you assholes. Get up your pieces of shit. We know it. You got to move. And we just literally wouldn't move. And uh, unlike the United Airlines, nobody pulled us out. <laughs> they just left us there. And they and that, so I'm sure they got in trouble. But as far as that night was concerned, I think the cops, I think that was enough to shut the party down. And then the cops left. Have you ever had that? At, have you ever had that at a house party? Um, I'm trying to recall. I'm trying to think where I was. I feel like I was at a Halloween party, where the cops ended up coming. And I don't know. Did we run out the back? You got to run. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I feel like everybody ran out the back, and I was close enough. Like I wasn't in my neighborhood, but I knew where I was. Like I was in a a place where I knew where I was, but we just kind of ran out into the woods behind the house and waited until everything settled down and then drove home or got rides home or whatever we did from there. Like we didn't have to walk home or like run far. We just like got, went into the woods. Here's, got away how, from the house. here's how it works. Cops break up the party. It's like when a lion attacks a thousand wildebeest in the Serengeti. All you need is the one All slow one. All you need is one. the one slow wildebeest. The drunkest, you know, whoever that can't run away. They're vomiting at the back or they're depressed because Tammy didn't... Yeah, you know, like maybe her. one or two people had like their parents called or something. Yeah, and the rest you just ran. And we always had parties near like golf courses. So you'd have to be fucking... You'd be like... It'd, it'd be dark. You'd be going on the moonlight. So the cops would break up the whatever party and you would just be running full speed down a fairway. And then you can't <laughs> see where you're going. And all of a sudden you're just f- n- nose deep in a, in a sand trap. <laughs> and, you know, there's ponds and shit. And the little, the little, the little rope, the little two foot high rope, just kind of like uh, fences. I that never you just... had to make a mat and dash across the uh. golf course in my life. Yet. There's nothing better. Yeah, we might. This might have to happen. There's nothing better than bonding with friends after running. I mean, I've hid in cemeteries, and the cops. All the the cops are working some job where they. I'm not saying they don't love they the job. They just have to. They're on a night when shift. When you're dealing with teenagers, underage drinking, really, like your responsibility is just to make sure that everybody's safe. You know, but like they, that's, but they really encourage sure people scattering around. Like to, well, I think they just, they want to break it up before it gets out of control and somebody gets hurt. So they don't want anybody to drive home. They don't want, you know, they don't want girls ending up in the hospital because they have alcohol poisoning. They don't no, want like somebody, sense. like a homeowner's house getting trashed. But they also fuck with you because they, 
it's it's less intense than say like pulling someone over it, you know some violent uh you know someone with a warrant you pulling over and they have a gun in their car it's like you're it's pretty harmless busting up a teen party they're gonna do maybe i don't know no one ever gives the cops shit everyone just runs away from the cops <laughs> it's all right nothing ever happens does anyone have any good stories from their high school or college when they had to run from the cops let us know sex actually podcast at gmail the point of this podcast is that we just um we just survived our first panic room together. That's the point of this podcast, right? That's what. That's the main event. Is that we just did a seven people in a in a panic room. It's called an escape room. Oh, an escape room. Mm-hmm. Panic is the name of the company. Panic at P A N I Q. So this company was founded in Hungary, which you know is pretty much the capital of like those hostile movies. Is it? It's I don't, no, you that's know like me, Bratislava, but Hungary's. I've been to Budapest. It's considered uh, it's considered the Paris of the East, as they say. But in Hungary, uh, I don't know. It's just um, they created. They I, I guess they created panic rooms, which basically, this is how you know. This is how you know society's too easy. That there's finally a time when we're like we get our adrenaline fix from like pretending from having to escape. Yeah. So basically, we go seven of us they lock you in a room and i won't give out any details but there's all these codes and clues you need to find and every time you think you're getting out of the room you almost get into more shit and um yeah it's just like an endless set of like puzzles and codes yeah like you said it's like a rubik's cube for seven friends endless problem solving and it takes i mean we we escaped with three minutes left on the clock. Yeah, you get an hour-long clock. So literally, it was 60 minutes of problems. One after another. We were doing <laughs> puzzles. We're fucking you solving. You can't the, give things oh, yeah, away. I can't give anything away. But anyway, it's a ton of fun. They do them, they do them for like corporate team building, which I think is hilarious to think of just a bunch of corporate stiffs in accounting just work trying, you know, trying to work a panic room together or a, an escape room. Anyway, so it was it was a fun time, and then uh, and then of course afterwards we had to celebrate by getting margaritas and mango uh, jalapeno margaritas. Here's my okay. So here's here's my issue. I ate so much shit this weekend. I almost gave myself herpes. That's basically (laughs) what happens. I because you were shoving pizza in your mouth. I I Friday night. I get to Little Caesars. Um. Little Caesars. Caesars. And by the way, greatest marketing campaign of all time. Pizza, pizza. Having the hot and ready. Pizza, pizza. They don't do the pizza flip anymore. The pizza, pizza. Um, anyway, they have the $5 hot and ready. So I walk in and I may or may not have been high as a kite. Babe. I'm not going to say. I don't know. But I walked <laughs> in and I was super paranoid because I had a pocket full of cash. I had a lot of money on me. And all I needed to do was turn that money into pizza. <laughs> And the guy, all he had to do was hand me the I, – I coached myself. I was like, go in there. Just say, ask if they have pepperoni, a cheese. If they have garlic knots, just get it, whatever. And You and, really coached yourself? I was like, just walk in there. Babe, were you really high? I don't know. It sounds like you were if you had to coach yourself to order pizza. Yeah. You're not exactly an introvert. Well, I had to really – and so anyway, I get to the front, the guy, and I'm super paranoid – and he goes, and I was like, all right, just pepperoni, pepperoni. And he goes, would you like a deep dish? And I was like, yes. 
And then the more I was thinking, I was like, fuck, he just, he knows he just took advantage of me. They, they got you in there with the $5 hot and ready, and then they sell you on the $9 deep dish, which is still a great deal. But is it bigger? Is it more food? It's, it was, well, it's the deep dishes done in those little rectangular patterns. Well, I think mostly you just didn't need all that pizza. But then he asked me if I wanted like special garlic bread. And I was like, yeah. And I said, yes. And he had it in his hand and I made him put it back. And I was like, no, this is not healthy. Because <laughs> I knew I couldn't stop myself. He was like, oh, yeah, you health nut here at Little Caesars. Well, well so then I paid I paid in my, my wad of cash and I got the fuck out of there. And I came home and... That's when you surprised me with donuts. And I was like, fuck, I surprised you. Well, with- I had surprise. I got them earlier that day, but they were really for breakfast the next morning. You were going to get the donuts regardless of whether or not I brought home food. You were, Or if I was even on Oh, yeah, I got them long before you had decided dinner. When- I decided midday I was going to take a walk and go get some donuts. Oh, you walked over there? Mm-hmm. Nice. Me and the dog. So you get specialty donuts, you and the dog. I bring home specialty pizza, Little Caesars. And then, unfortunately, I think you've only had one slice, and I ate the rest. And that wasn't even... Th- these I ate one and a half slices, which means you ate six and a half. Six and a half. But the, I ate... I shoveled the food so thick into my mouth that the breaded, that the buttered, salty crust pretty much like cut open my lip. I ate, I ate my mouth dry. That's happened to me with tortilla chips. Yeah, but because they're like too big of tra- you like don't realize that your mouth isn't quite as big as only the a chip. cartoon character would do that with pizza. <laughs> it's like when like the cartoon character eats something and you just see the outline of that food like a, like a watermelon just like traveling down <laughs> their neck down their throat. Mine was a deep dish Little Caesars. So then the next, so then that night I had a dream that I was so thirsty, I that I and that I was I was drinking out of a water fountain. Rhode Islanders we call that a bubbler. I was drinking out of a bubbler, and then I wake up, and I had to get up at 5 a.m. and go get water. Well, that's the thing. Carbs they require a lot of your water to process, your body's water. That's why you get so bloated I know, and stuff. But it's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how much water so I was I was literally just needing to absorb. I don't even think I peed for like two days after that. I just absorbed water. I probably put on five pounds from eating like a two-pound pizza. That's probably what happened. I drank so much water, like a, um, like, uh, like the, what, what are the things that the lions kill that I was talking about earlier? What? The lions kill the wildebeest. The wildebeest are always drinking the water when they get killed by the lion. You know what I mean? To bring it all back. Um, this is actually a genius thing is I'm doing here. You're doubting my genius. Lion I ate King. so much Little Caesars that I, that I became a wildebeest at the watering hole and the lion... Which would be what? what were we were referring the lion to as earlier. I have no idea. I compared the lion to something earlier. I don't know. I, I have no idea either. what you're talking about. The, I don't think any listeners. Oh, do the either. cops. The lion. Okay, so the lion are the <laughs> cops. They're lion cops. I'm the wildebeest. Okay, I'm the student running from the cops, drinking out of the water in the party. They're not drinking water. They're drinking shitty Keystone Light. Okay. So I'm the wildebeest drinking Keystone Light because I had too much Little Caesars and the lion's trying to get me. Is anyone left on board with what the fuck I'm trying to say? So that was our weekend. Anything else we need to mention from our weekend? Did we get it all? I feel like we got it. We got it all? So it, it involved a lot of eating. And I know what you're thinking, Christian. You're out there listening like, oh, your, your diet's been so unhealthy. I got down to 167 pounds. 
I was at 180 after Tasha's family got done with me over Christmas. So I lost like 14 pounds, 13 pounds, 12 pounds, and I'm probably, you know, I'm probably not, you know, I probably pissed that all away. So a couple more good days. But then we went to Trader Joe's. We bought a bunch of we new chocolates. We bought healthy food. No, we bought, the whole reason we went to the garage, the reason we've been eating bad is because we didn't properly have our fridge stocked with healthy foods. You need to be prepared to eat healthy every day. That's why meal prep works. So that's why you bought four chocolate croissants. Uh, frozen mac and cheese, which, by the way, is a That's psychopath. A psychopath buys frozen mac and cheese. Well, it's because it already has the jalapenos in it. That means you're too lazy to add water. <laughs> no. All you had hey, to do is you get don't to have drag. to be judgy about my meal choices. We're talking about yours. Yeah, until but you I'm complain that you're going to look in your jeans. And then I'm like, well, maybe don't get the frozen <laughs> mac and cheese. Maybe it was the frozen mac and cheese. <laughs> we ate so much. Dozens of croissants. We have to podcast from a couch right now. We are the wildebeests. We are the wildebeests. That's the name of the episode. We are the wildebeests. So what do we want to be? The lions? No, because then we're the, the lions are really the pigs. Now, no offense to anyone who's a cop out there, but I'm just trying to correlate lion in this. Okay. You know what? I uh, feel like this analogy doesn't make a whole lot of analogy. sense. Analogy. Analogy. Can we read a question? All right. I have a couple questions that people wrote in, so this is what we're doing. We just wanted to update you on life. I sound drunk, but I'm not. I'm slurring. That's how you, much you burrito I've had drunk. tonight. Yeah. I am food. You ever get so food drunk? You're like, I was taking my keys. <laughs> I literally couldn't get home. All right. The question. Oh, here We have a couple of good ones. Hey, all. This is from Sam. Uh, Sam wrote us on the Facebook page of our Sex Actually page. So go to Sex Actually on Facebook. You can write us questions. Hey, all. I'd just like to know your thoughts on porn with teen in the title, using women that look like girls. I feel it perpetuates rape culture and normalizes pedophilia. I want you to know I'm good with porn. I'm not okay with barely legal porn. First of all, Sam. Uh, and not to back a good question, but there's a weird agenda there. Like it was a very specific, random question to ask. Oh, well, maybe, uh, he had a real question. Why shouldn't it be specific? Sam's a girl. Okay. She Just had so a real question. Well, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, boy, I, I'm not good with porn. How do you write? Uh, you, you know, I know he said, or she says, I don't, I'm not saying that it should be regulated. And I understand that like. I, I agree that people should be free to make their own choices. And I'm not, uh, you know, saying that people, you know, I'm not trying to shame anybody who's in that profession. I just, I don't think that it's done good, that the consequences have been very good for society as a whole. I feel like we have kind of unrealistic expectations about sex. I feel like. Ay, fuck me. Ay, ay. But that's how, here's the thing. I'm a fucking wildebeest. That's how teenagers, fuck young like teenagers learn about sex. So young boys, their first introduction to what sex is supposed to be like is done through porn and it gives them like an unrealistic idea of what it's really like in real life sex is about a connection between two people and they don't understand that deep level of connection they just well the guy's connecting on the girl's back with a load of hot wildebeest this is wildebeest (laughs) i'm so sick of hearing about wildebeest oh yeah you go big wildebeest cock but I just think it's like, you know. All right, but that's not her question. Her question no, is No, but I'm just trying to get, yeah, I'm trying to get there. But I'm just saying, I don't I don't know if I have a very, like, unbiased sort of 
answer. I, in general, I don't think. Well, that you know what I related to. Get to what I related to. Sure. In the liquor and beer world of commercials, you have to be 25 years old to portray a 21 year old. Right, because they don't want you. Like, if you're just 21, you could potentially look like you're 17, so they and they don't want to be advertised. Like Mar- Marlboro Man. Right, so they have kind of assumed that 25 is the safe age where, like, but most, you will definitely look like you're at least 21. I think a lot of chicks in and porn. And actually, but here, ooh, in ooh. beer commercials, you are not allowed to drink the beer. So that's just like Japanese porn. You don't actually see them inserting pee into the V. Is that real? Oh, yeah. In Japanese porn, they blur out the fucking pubes. Is that why they have anime? Yes. I don't... Yeah, yeah. That's why they have anime. Because they can't show it because it's some prudent culture. They can show it when it's drawn, but not when it's real. Yeah. They can't show it real. So they don't get to see people fucking each other. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I feel like Just I've think heard of the Japanese before. as like a wildebeest, right? And they... Um, Think about when the lion gores the wildebeest. Babe, with the enough big, with the wildebeest. With the big lion, with lion, the lion's big ass teeth, and he gores the wildebeest in its butt. And then, does the Nature Channel show that to you? No, they blur it out. That's Japanese porn. The wildebeest getting his ass eaten by a lion. No, they blur that out. I don't know. No, the Nature Channel doesn't I'm blur things out. A, okay, so. Uh, so anyway, my 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 point is this: like, where do you draw the line? So you're not okay with people who look like a teen i get it 18 is a young age 18 is a legal age for people to fuck on camera but not to drink a beer right you can fuck you you can drink the guy's cum but not if it's full of alcohol i just think that in general 18 year olds aren't like they're not fully formed adults yet they say that the brain is still like considered like a child brain until around the age of twenty five. That yeah, you still you make like you still like, make I can serve this country in the war, but I can't light a cigarette. Well, not, it's not rednecks. That's not a thing that rednecks say. That's a thing that anybody who's like well thought out would say. It's like we really are sending children to war before and they can drink. Yeah, it's the it's drinking age silly. is insane. But it, there is there there should be a buff. You're saying there should be like buffer laws. Like you, yeah, you For have the age like, li- like limited rights. Like you're, you're an adult with limited rights. It's almost like you're an adult. I'm just in saying that being 18, like in a lot of, say you got in trouble, and I'm not even going to get into the double standard, you know, between like white teens and black teens. But say you you're get a in trouble, teen, a young wildebeest. Babe, shut up. <laughs> you get in trouble in a lot of places. They're going to treat you like a kid, right? They're going to, like, if you, say you just turned 18 and maybe you got pulled over after drinking one beer and some, and a nice cop is like, I don't want to ruin your future right now. Why don't I drive you to your house? Right? Because they, it's because they think of you as a kid, like a young kid with a bright future, even though you're like just 18 or 16 or whatever, that like... Everybody knows that 18-year-olds are not really, like, smart adults yet. But did you think that when you were 18? No. I But you, I thought that I was an adult since I was 12. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember when Jessica Biel turned 18? She took all these, like, really racy implied nude photos for Maxim. Maybe it wasn't for Maxim, but it was for, like, FHM or something. 
And anyway, I, I was a few years younger, so I was like, oh, this is so cool. She's like a mature 18-year-old. And now in hindsight, I'm some 31-year-old creep who's like 18-year-old. And But don't get me wrong. To say that I've never, you know, you pull up my YouPorn history and you might find that I search teen every once in a while. Ew. I mean, I'm just saying you might find a lot of other things too. But it, the point is, is that... It's what, where do you draw the line? So do you have to be 25 years old to play an 18 year old in an 18 year or can you just not have any teen porn at all? Well, here's the thing. As much as I don't like porn, I know that it's going to continue to exist whether or not I like it. Do I think that, you know, I mean, here, here's the thing. Yeah. This guy asked, like, do you think it perpetuates like pedophilia? I don't know. She's a girl. Sorry, Sam, girl. Sam, girl. But uh, I I don't know. There is the argument that, like, well, wouldn't you rather they're just, like, looking on the Internet than, like, doing it in real life? I don't know. I Pedophiles get, I pedophile. guess, yeah, but it's, like, I don't know. It's just I – there's there's always going to be, like, a need, right? As long as, like, there are people willing to watch, there's there it's going to be a business. Sure. So – I I don't I don't anticipate any changes and then, so therefore I'm not looking for a and solution. And that like the casting couch where they bring in like chicks from ASU, that's like that's the thing, you know? Like there's a girl who goes to ASU who's in she's probably graduated by now, but she did the casting couch. Oh no, she did a different version of a porn. She year, yes, years ago. She did it when she was like barely 18. Like maybe she wasn't even 18. When, I don't know. But But that's what I'm saying. Like you're not smart enough. To, like, really comprehend the consequences of your actions at 18. You still, like, yeah. make rash decisions. But does it perpetuate rape culture or pedophilia culture? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's weird. Like, we're talking about in Japan. It's weird that they've got, like, a weird schoolgirl thing. And they want chicks with crooked teeth because it makes them look younger. I mean, there's some weird-ass shit out there which comes from cultural norms. So, I mean, are we the most fucked-up culture? Absolutely not. I mean... Our drinking age, I mean, that, not that that's a thing, but you, you have, like, go to, like, Italy. You hear all the time about, like, grown men, like, fucking 15-year-olds all the time. Like, there's some fucked up countries out there. So, like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that teen porn. I feel porn, like you're going to get a lot of Italians hate hey, mail Hey, what, what is wrong with this? We, uh, we took them to Little Caesars. <laughs> hey, I'm all callbacks tonight. None of them make sense. Um, let's go to, let's go to another one. There's another good one out there for us. We're actually at 30 minutes already. So I think we can, uh, we're only going to do half an hour because it's kind of late here and we've, you know, survived our panic room and all that jazz, but let's, let's do another question here and, um, let's find, let's find a short one. Um, uh, here's one. You, you want to do one here for the ladies? Uh, I'll let you answer this. I won't touch it. Uh, any girls who have used a shower head running water in a tub to get yourself off? How exactly did you do it? I read on here a few months ago that a lot of girls have intense, powerful orgasms using shower heads, and I want to try it, but I'm not sure how. On my clit, more inside of me, grinding against it. All right, Tasha. Uh, try it and figure it out for yourself. That's it? Yeah, that's all I got for that one. That's all you got for that one? Um, should we do this one? My okay, uh, for sexual assault. My friend saved me from being sexually assaulted. Now I want to sleep with him. Do you want to do that one? That's interesting. My friend saved me from... We'll end on this one. 
<laughs> my friend, talk about a panic room. My friend saved me from being sexually assaulted. Now I, now I want to sleep with him. To summarize, I was at a pretty sketchy bar that I will not visit again. A couple of guys came to me outside, hit on me, wouldn't take no for an answer, and started grabbing me. My friend threatened to call the police and chase them away. Nothing more happened, and I'm just glad to put it behind me. I'm not promiscuous, and I don't do casual sex. I just went to the bar to relax, not to hook up. He's somewhere between a close friend and a casual friend, and he is single. He was never ugly, and now he looks downright sexy. I'm not sure if I'm attracted to him or if I feel like I want to, quote-unquote, thank him, or if I'm attracted to the cheap romance novel plot. Whatever it is, I kind of really want him. I don't know if he wants me or likes me. I think I'm at least somewhat attractive. What should I tell him? Am I making a big mistake? Does this give the wrong vibe to him and make him think less of me or offend him? How should I approach this? Tasha? Sometimes with these questions, I just really feel like we're answering 15-year-olds. Some, you just got to respond by saying words out loud until <sighs> they make sense. And sometimes you get wildebeests and you don't know how to relate it. And then you just figure well, it out. Well, yeah, she probably just now feels like he's a hero. Now he looks like a hero. He he's saved her. She was in a scary pussy. situation. He saved her. And, yeah, now she's, like, swooning. But I feel like that... that I, that's probably a normal reaction. I feel like that perpetuates knight in shining armor syndrome. I feel like that just means, like, the girl couldn't protect herself, and now she needs her own knight in shining armor. And women are but strong, fierce bitches. wouldn't... Even if, like, your best girlfriend saved you by being, like, a psycho and, like, scaring the guys off... Uh, wouldn't you be forever grateful to your friend? Well, yeah. In college, I had girls throwing themselves at me. And I had to really, you know, I was really in fear sometimes that uh, that they'd get to my hair or my face and claw at me. And um, I was afraid they would pull at me with, with different arms and rip me apart just so they could have their fill. And um, so I understand. Yes, I do understand. Say something. Don't look at me. I'll, I'll continue on this mythical story of mine <laughs> don't you, you can't look make weird eye contact and look at me because now i have to defend what the audience can't see they're Is, probably making the same faces in their car or they understood sarcasm and decided that they would just let me have my moment of hindsight do you think i have too much of that i don't think it's good of you to like minimalize oh boy no seriously like Guys get sexually assaulted, so I don't think you're, like, minimalizing it does anybody any favors right now. Do guys get sexually assaulted from women? I know the, I know the gay scene has a lot of sexual assault. I'm not touching that. I don't know, babe. I'm not a Forcefully, guy. Forcefully, at least. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a guy. It's not my experience. I'm just saying it is very rare for a man to be the victim in a sexual assault in a heterosexual sexual assaulting. Sure, I get well, it. Well, I don't know the statistics. What concerns me more is the statistics of sexual assault against women. I'm not trying to say that sexual assault against men isn't important, but... It's not. It's not nearly as important as educating no, men against assaulting... it's important assaulting. for both people. And I don't right, think whether you you're had, gay or straight should... It's, no, we're not talking about gays. The sexual assault amongst gay men is something that probably... 
is is not reported enough because you know what I mean. Like I'm sure I'm sure of it that like there's a, f- a lot of fucked up shit. We're talking about the fact that. But I'm just saying that like your your response there, like making up that girls are gonna pull your hair. Well, is- they have Tasha. They've ripped. I've had buttons ripped off my shirt before. All right. I'm just saying but when the when I put the right like cologne you, on, you're trying to be funny about something that's really not funny. Well, it's a little funny to me thinking of me getting my buttons ripped off. <laughs> I had to walk past church the next day with no buttons on my shirt because someone got drunk and pulled them off at a bar, and they went bing, 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 and each one of them fell onto the ground. Wow. Yeah, I had all my buttons ripped off, and I had a it was a nice button up. Did shirt. you repair the shirt? Did you sew the buttons? Here's back what on? I did. So I only had the little slots where the buttons go. So I took the other shirt part of the shirt and I twirled it into little cones and i pulled the cones through the slots do you know what i mean so i basically was able to partially attach my shirt so you looked like a mess i had to do a walk of shame past a church because i got drunk and didn't drive home because i'm not going to be the wildebeest that crashes his whip <laughs> i like the wildebeest analogy. i don't if any animators out there want to draw a wildebeest being attacked by a lion that has a pd uh, badge um uh, call that Af- yeah, africa pd on the hat and then um <laughs> back to the original question and the wildebeest is running through a um a uh he's running through the fairway of a country club at a golf course uh, drinking Keystone Light. I think that's a good... And then one of the wildebeest punches the other wildebeest, and then we have assault. That's where we're at now. Can you believe we made it 36 minutes to get that beautiful story out? Um, so what? So so I'm not minimalizing assault. I'm just saying it's like I'm not... You know, most men aren't the victims. You know what I mean? We're the victims for other things. Most men that probably assault women were but probably I'm beat as a kid. It, it's normal to like... To be very grateful to someone who just saved your butt. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so what I think she should do is just call him out. Hey, pretty sexy how you dealt with those guys. And who knows? Maybe but she... But why does... I, I? Well, maybe I'm just different because I... Uh, not slutty? Is that what we're trying to say? No, that's not what I was trying to say at all. Hey. I was going to say slow to like understand my feelings. But why does she have to tell him? If she thinks she's a, that he's attractive now, she should just like live in that feeling and like well, maybe see she where wants it to goes. Grab his cock. So she doesn't have to tell him that. I'm, how often I'm do girls talk about guys? by how you saved me. How often do girls talk about guys' dicks that they're friends with? To their friends amongst their girlfriends. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in a new relationship, yeah, the first thing you want to do after you start fooling around with a new guy is like tell your friends about it, especially if tell, it's really special. Did, what did you tell your girlfriends about my dick? I don't remember. Don't don't <laughs> just what did you say? I don't remember. You did you talk to any of your girlfriends about my penis? I'm not sure, babe. I talk to all of my guy friends about your vagina. <laughs> That's what guys do. After you hook up, you draw you draw it out on the closest napkin you, draw you have. You draw a diagram. You draw the diagram. And you use whatever you need to use. The Nobody guy, does that. The guy asks how many love stains you made on the couch. You go into full detail and um, you tell him which poetry you read the girl, how much wine you drank. You, you just share the whole nine. 
So that's what we did. That's what we do. Actually, it's on the episode. Episode 19. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, we're going to get out of here. This is a quick one for you guys. We have more episodes coming every... Uh, what are we doing this? Every Monday and Friday? This is actually Monday night, so we're pretty far behind releasing this one. But, hey, hook your boy up. Hook your girl up. Send it to your friends. I know this shit can go viral. Um our man on the street video just went viral. Half a million views in three days. So if we can get that to go viral, we should definitely be able to get this to go viral. So speaking of viral, uh, wrap it up, folks. You don't want those wildebeest spreading germs on the old golf course, do you? Or else the lions are going to get you. Okay, we're done. What do you got? Social media? Nothing new. You guys know me. Come say hi. Tasha TV on Snapchat. Actually, you're big in Mexico. Did we announce that last episode or I no? I don't think we did. We haven't I talked about it. So congrats, just happened. congrats to Tasha. She was featured in a prominent Mexican magazine or newspaper. Newspaper. Uh, Compta. Comptra? Concha. Concha. She, uh, because she had Reforma such a nice concha, they featured her. Um, and there, So anyway, so congrats to you. Uh, that's cool when there's m- more dudes speaking a different language on your Instagram comments <laughs> that I have to check out. And um, I'm at D Neals, D N E A L Z. You guys follow me. Keep that up. And uh, Sex Actually Pod on Instagram. Leave us your questions, advice, comments. Don't be an asshole. Someone listened the other day. She wasn't an asshole, but she 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 messaged me and she was like, she was like, yeah, you're all over the place. She said, you got a lot of ADHD, and I'm like. Yeah, you try talking for an hour straight twice a week. I got nothing left to tell you, people. I've literally got no stories left. Yeah, it is amazing that we haven't repeated ourselves 100 times. I feel like I've repeated myself like four or five times. I don't mind sharing a story once in a while with a new listener because I always love hearing other podcasts share the same stories over and over because you feel like you're in the group. Yeah. Like, Hey, remember the time that this happened and this guy happened and then the wildebeest, he fucked that. And yeah, it's fun. So anyway, uh, it ain't redundant if you're with friends and we're all friends here, right folks. So keep writing in. We, uh, we keep getting every week. It seems we have a new friend right in. So we love to hear from people that haven't written in yet. Hey, look, we do this several hours a week. The least you can do is send us a message on Twitter. Say hello. Sex actually pod direct message on Instagram. Sex actually podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook. Knock on the front door. Throw little pebbles against a window. Play music from your stereo. Be a wildebeest. Drink a beer. Run from the lions. Lion lives matter too. That's the episode. Bye, everybody.